A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for refusing to go through with a donation to a children's hospital? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for calling every morning? My son is a 20 month old toddler. My wife is a stay at home mom. I work six days a week and I'm usually gone for 12 hours a day. I always check in on my son remotely via our nursery cam app and he's always awake in the mornings around eight o'clock. He has a great sleep routine. Our wind down time starts at the same time every evening. We clean up toys, read a book. When I lay him down, he's still awake. He falls asleep on his own and sleeps all night for at least 12 hours. It's usually after 9 o'clock before I have a chance to check the camera. This morning when I checked, it was 9.12 and some mornings are closer to 10. Every time I look though, he's awake in the dark and standing in his crib just waiting. When I see this, I immediately turn on the brightest nightlight the camera has and speak to him through the camera app. I always tell him good morning and I love him and he usually laughs and says dada. Then I leave the app and call my wife to wake her up. I usually have to call three to four times and when she finally answers, it's obvious that she just woke up and only because I called. I tell her that our son is awake waiting for her and that she needs to get up to start their day. The morning while on the phone, I asked her if she was going to get him after using the bathroom and she said no. She was going to the kitchen to prepare their breakfast and then she'd get them. I asked her to get him after the bathroom so he could go to the kitchen with her and she flipped out. She told me it pisses her off that I call every morning to tell her how to be a mom and that she has a routine. I retorted with, well, your routine sucks because he's been awake for an hour and you'd still be asleep if I hadn't called. It just bothers me that he has to wait so long. He needs a diaper change. He's probably thirsty, hungry, and just wants to play. Am I wrong, though? Do I need to stop? Please be completely honest with your answers. Thanks. So, this is a very nuanced thing, but I think OP might be the jerk here. Solely because I feel like maybe the kid is getting conditioned to the dad talking to them and calling for them. Because OP said that when the kid does make a fuss, the mom does get up and takes care of them. So it's not like the mother is being willfully neglectful. If the kid is awake and wants attention, if they make a fuss, the mom will come. So I think the calls are unnecessary and might be conditioning the kid to not even have to worry about making a fuss. Maybe that's why they're waiting. Let me know what you guys think. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not people are the jerk, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my pregnant sister-in-law to Thanksgiving? I, 33-year-old female, hosted Thanksgiving this year. Every year it rotates between me, my sister, and my brother's homes. It's a pretty big gathering that normally involves my siblings, their partners, my sister's kids, and our parents. This year, my brother James, 35-year-old male, and his wife Becky, 31-year-old female, are having their first child. The baby's due in spring. We have a traditional Thanksgiving meal, watch the parade, play games as a family, couple drinks together in the evening, the usual stuff. Same kind of thing every year. This year, a couple of weeks back, 
I get what is basically a list of demands from Becky in our family group chat. She wants to come, but her pregnancy means some things need to be adjusted. Her rules were no poultry, as the smell makes her sick. No alcohol, as the smell makes her sick and she can't join in. The food needs to be served early, as she needs time to nap during the time it's normally served. And she doesn't want to play the games, as she tires easily, so can we just listen to music and talk in the evening instead? I was really upset by this. Firstly, none of us are vegetarian, and so I don't really know how to prepare a turkey alternative. But secondly, I'd already ordered the turkey, and it seems like a waste. And to not be able to drink, eat when we want to, or even play our games in the evening? Just feels so unreasonable when nine of us won't get to celebrate in the way we'd like to. In the family chat, I replied and said that I would make her a non-poultry meal, and I would make sure people don't drink at the table, but I wouldn't ban poultry or alcohol from the house. And I certainly wouldn't not be playing our games. Particularly as my niece and nephew are now old enough to join in, and really loved it last year. Both James and Becky said I was being unreasonable and that she's pregnant, so I need to be more understanding. My mom joined in and said that it's not hard to accommodate, but I was really annoyed by this point. I told Becky she was uninvited if she can't accept any compromise whatsoever. James called me separately to say I'm excluding her and ruining their Thanksgiving, and she can't help how she feels during pregnancy. I said I wasn't excluding her, and she's welcome if she can accept that Thanksgiving has to work for everyone else too. In the end, neither Becky or James came over. It was a weird day without them, and I'm sad they weren't there, but I feel like I wasn't unreasonable. I do want to make amends, but am I the jerk? It might be one thing if they were the ones hosting Thanksgiving, but they literally took basically the default concept of what a normal Thanksgiving is, said you cannot do any of that, and only under those conditions will I come and participate. No turkey, no drinks, no games. On Thanksgiving. That's like all that Thanksgiving is. You want to come over and eat salads and talk with some gentle jazz music in the background? That just sounds like a Friday night get-together, not Thanksgiving. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not congratulating my sister-in-law on her planned pregnancy and telling her she's making a mistake instead? My brother works as a car rental agent and his salary is not livable at all. His wife is a stay-at-home mom for their four-year-old. So he's the sole provider and he's been receiving a fixed sum from both my mom and other sister to keep things afloat. I also helped a few times when I could. Some time ago, my sister-in-law told me that she wanted another child because she didn't want their son to be an only child and asked me what I think. I advised her against it and told her to either wait till my brother gets promoted or till she gets a job. I told her it would be realistically impossible to provide for another child when you're barely coasting by, and that she was still young, 27 years old. I also told my brother the same thing. About three weeks ago, my brother calls me all happy and tells me his wife is pregnant. I told him, great, I wish you good luck, and soon hang up. I never called my sister-in-law to congratulate her, nor went over to their place for the baby shower. I told them I was busy. Yesterday, we had dinner at our parents' house, and I inevitably met my sister-in-law. She told me, you know I'm pregnant, with an excited tone. I told her, yeah, I know, that's great, I wish you good luck. She then said, so, that's it? I asked her what she meant, and she said, aren't you happy for us? I told her my feelings are irrelevant here, and their decision is up to them. 
She told me of course they matter and begged me to please honestly tell her what I think. So, I told her I frankly think you're making a mistake and this innocent child is going to suffer the consequences of your selfishness. You're not ready to take care for another little life when you can't even pay your bills. How long do you think my mom and sister are going to support you? She interrupted me and said, what the heck, that's none of your freaking business. I only asked you out of politeness, but you didn't really hold back at all. I told her you're the one who told me to be honest. She said, I told you to be honest with me, not be a douche. Then she called me a jerk and went off to complain to my brother. I didn't want to entangle with them and grabbed my purse and left. Sometime later, my mom calls me fuming and tells me I had no right to make any comment whatsoever. She said I should have congratulated them properly and left it at that. That even if she was the one who asked for my opinion, I should have known better than to hurt her with those words. I think my words might have been pretty hurtful and I went too far. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk because very clearly OP was feeling some type of way about it. They didn't have the social awareness to pick up on it and then, to OP's face, asked you to be open and honest with them. What did they expect? Honestly, I agree with OP. This is all a very selfish act. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my dad I've had enough and his wife's grief will not change my mind? My mom died when I, 17 year old male, was a baby, so I don't remember her, but her family was a big presence in my life and I vacationed with them every summer, 2020 excluded. Dad met his wife when I was 7. They were together for 6 months when she told me that she loved me, after meeting her 3 other times before that, and that she could not wait to give me another mom. I told her I didn't want another mom. She was sad, but said she understood. They married a few months after that, and then when I was nine, she and my dad sat me down and told me that she wanted to adopt me and that she loved me so much and that her dream was to be my mom. I told them I still didn't think of her as my mom. She asked if I loved her enough to try, to give it a shot, and we could wait on the adoption until I was ready. I said I didn't want to. She then said to do it because I loved her. Dad said there was no woman more deserving. I told them I didn't love her enough to let her be my mom, and she cried. My dad told me he didn't know why I was lying, but therapy would help me see I loved her. I did go to therapy. I didn't change my mind on letting her be my mom slash being adopted by her, so they tried to have a baby of their own. She wasn't able to get pregnant, but they abandoned the idea of her getting her motherhood dreams out of me, which was good. But she couldn't get pregnant, and so IVF was their next step. I'm not sure on all the details, but they only got enough for one try, and they waited and prepped her so the pregnancy would stick. She made it to 14 of 15 weeks, and then she miscarried three weeks ago. It was bad. She was broken, and she ended up staying in the hospital so they could help her. My dad decided that now I need to give her what she wants. That 10 years of knowing her and 9-ish years of her being his wife means that she's been my mom whether I like it or not and I need to start showing her that I love and care about her. He told me the adoption would mean the world to her and would be the biggest help while she grieves. I told him I had enough and his wife's grief was not enough for me to let her adopt me. I told him I didn't think of her as my mom, I didn't love her, I was not a toy that could fill her motherhood desire. I told him I'm a real person, his son, and mom's son, and while I don't know her, you can't just ask someone to be adopted to give another person their dream. 
He told me he was disappointed in me and expected me to be more compassionate and loving to her after all this time. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. This is how they felt their entire lives. And personally, I strongly believe that as long as you're aware enough to make a decision like that, how you feel and what you approve of is paramount to anything else. Our next story is, am I the jerk for showing favoritism toward my grandkids? My son married his high school girlfriend when he was 19. I told him I don't approve of his choice for two reasons. One, he's too young. Two, we never liked his girlfriend, so I'll never help him with anything. They have two kids, Jonah, male 17, and Laura, female 16. When Laura was born, my son begged me for help because they couldn't afford childcare for two kids, even though they both work full-time, and none of them can become a stay-at-home parent because they need the money. Even though I told them I won't help, I decided to help anyway because of my grandkids. I hired a nanny for them. The problem is that whenever we were at their home, notice that his wife only takes care of Jonah and leaves Laura completely to the nanny. I never saw her play with Laura or anything while she was always holding Jonah and playing with him. Once, I told her it won't kill her to touch her daughter sometimes, which caused a huge fight between us, and I fired the nanny and told them the only help I'll give is that I'll babysit Laura for them and pay for everything she needs but I won't help with anything else. My wife and I took care of Laura more than her own parents did. My sweet daughter turned 16 a few months ago. I bought a car for her. She earned some of the money by helping me with my job and I paid for the rest. Jonah's turning 18 in a few months, and my son asked me to help buy a car for him. I told him I'm sorry, but I won't do that because I made it clear that I'll only help with Laura's expenses. He accused me of showing favoritism and called me a jerk, being a terrible grandfather for giving one child the luxury life, but not doing anything for the other one. I told him I'm doing this because he and his wife are terrible parents to Laura, so someone needs to favor her. I think both sides are flawed here. I think both sides show clear favoritism, and I don't think anybody can be in the right in that kind of scenario. Definitely, I think both sides are just flat out in the wrong here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for losing my temper at a massage? I've had a long few weeks at work, preparing for a huge pitch that happened today. I'm exhausted and I just need to de-stress. As a treat, I bought a two-hour full-body massage for myself and my girlfriend, full whale music and everything. The massage was great apart from the fact that my girlfriend's masseuse insisted on engaging in constant conversation with my girlfriend. The masseuse spoke Chinese but speaks English well enough to know what I'm saying, as does my girlfriend, trilingual. At first I gave a look of annoyance to my girlfriend, indicating I was looking for peace and quiet. Ten minutes later I said, babe, the most relaxing bit of this is definitely you two chatting loudly. Slightly passive-aggressive, I admit, but I was clearly annoyed and was trying to avoid confrontation. Girlfriend gave me a snarky reply, but I thought the point was made. Third time around, still loads of noise, and I let out a loud sigh of annoyance. By this point, my girlfriend has stopped responding, but the masseuse is still chatting away. Fourth time, I say, babe, please. Quiet reigns for ten or so minutes, but then it reverts to normal. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Fifth time rolls around and I've lost my patience. I snap and say to the masseuse, if you two want to disturb something that just wants to hibernate, can you please both freak off to the zoo? This did not go well. Everything went awkwardly quiet until the end of the massage, but girlfriend went ape poop after we left. Said I was rude, the masseuse was just happy someone she massaged was Chinese, etc. My argument was that I booked this to relax and de-stress, and it was ruined by this constant chatting, in Chinese, a language I don't speak, and I gave a five clear signals that I wasn't happy. She was still mad when we got home. I may be the jerk for overreacting, but this was my reward for myself and I brought girlfriend along who, in my opinion, contributed to it being ruined. So Reddit, am I the jerk? If OP wanted this to go exactly how OP wanted, then they shouldn't have treated their girlfriend to go along with them, because that just transforms it away from a reward for themselves to a group experience. Also from the outset, OP jumped into this with passive aggression, not even just being blunt and being honest, being like, when I paid for this I just imagined relaxing in silence. I feel like most people, right or wrong, would definitely get pretty upset after that whole zoo comment being hurled at them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to go through with a donation to a children's hospital? Recently, a children's hospital in our city held a fundraising dinner and auction to raise money to upgrade their cancer wing. My wife works as an administrator for the hospital group that owns the children's hospital, but doesn't work for the children's hospital. She told me their CEO expected all of the administrators to go mingle with the donors and asked if I wanted to come. I wanted to, but declined because I had a dinner meeting the same night. That night came, and we went to our separate functions. I got home first and went straight to bed because I was tired from my full day. The next day when we woke up, everything was normal as we talked about our night. Somewhere in the middle of our conversation, my wife told me that we donated $5,000 to the children's hospital. I was stunned. I asked her to repeat it just to make sure I heard her correctly. I didn't remember us talking about any donations, much less a $5,000 donation. Honestly, I didn't know what to say. I told my wife, while it looks like we can afford the donation right now, our financials took a big hit with this economy and looks to be taking a bigger hit next year. 
The company I work for has been holding high-level meetings about our clients not renewing contracts because they're anticipating their own slowdown. There's a slim but real chance that I might lose my job next year if the economy in our business doesn't pick up. This isn't time to be giving away $5,000. She argued that she had already made the donation, so there's nothing we can do about it. I went to check the account and saw it hasn't been withdrawn. So I went to the bank and opened another account, then transferred my portion of the account, leaving only her money. I transferred my direct deposits into the new account, leaving our joint account with only her money and direct deposit. She doesn't have much more than $5,000, so once the Children's Hospital donation hits that account, she won't have enough money left to buy a cup of coffee. I told her what I did and that she made the donation without talking to me, so it's coming out of her money, not mine. She said I can't do that because both of our names are on the donation brick. They put the donor's name on a brick, then use those bricks to build part of the new wing, and she can't back out of it without looking foolish to the rest of the executive team. I told her she should have thought of that before giving away money without talking to me first. She argued it's for a good cause, to which I argued making sure we're not homeless next year is a better cause. I'm standing my ground, but she's gotten her family involved. Her father called me to have a man-to-man talk about me being a better man by supporting my wife and helping children. They're making me out to be some kind of monster because we can afford it right now. Am I a monster? Children's hospital or not, married for a long time or not, you don't donate $5,000 without asking your partner if it's okay spending that money from your joint account. I definitely think OP's not the jerk, and I wish them luck because this is a tricky thing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for defending my brother? I'm actually also surprised I'm defending my brother, but here goes. So my older brother had issues. He was essentially one of those bratty and evil kids you read stories about. He got older and into drugs and other illegal stuff. Our parents had enough and kicked him out after he became uncontrollable. It was mostly done for me as I was still pretty young. We didn't hear from or about him until he was in his early 20s. Turns out he was married, had a good job, and a kid on the way. Now he has three kids and is still happily married to a very lovely woman. We see each other on Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, and a week during the summer, but he mostly comes so our parents can see the kids. He usually doesn't say anything and keeps to himself. At first I was afraid, confused, and resentful for a lot of things, but I've since forgiven him. He's not a bad guy, honestly never was, he just needed help. My parents hosted Thanksgiving and it was pretty normal, the usual. All of a sudden, there's a sound of glass breaking. My nephew accidentally dropped a plate while trying to help my mom set up. My mom loses it, she starts yelling at him, the poor kid starts sobbing, he's only 8, and runs to his mom. My brother obviously asks our mom what that was about, and that it was just an accident, and my mom immediately goes, oh shut up. Maybe if I yelled at you more, you wouldn't have made everyone's life a living heck. My brother didn't even react. He and his wife just gathered their kids and left. My mom immediately started to cry once she realized he wasn't coming back and said that she didn't deserve this and that he has no right to keep her away from her grandkids. I told her that he actually does have the right to do that, especially since she lost it on his innocent 8-year-old son. My mom started to cry even harder and said that she didn't need my opinion and that she can't believe I'm on his side after everything he did and everything she did to protect me from his addiction, etc. I kicked my child out of the house for you, is what she said. 
In a way, I guess she's right. I probably should have kept my mouth shut, but my brother's grown so much as a person and it didn't feel right to hear her still blame him for the actions of his child and teenage self. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk and honestly I think they're very valid in what they're saying here. It was unbelievably over the top for the mom to blow up that way and use an accident like dropping a plate to let out their years of perceived frustration on them, especially in front of that kid. This next story is, am I the jerk for not downgrading the family pre-feast hike on Christmas for my son's girlfriend? Ever since I can remember, our family has always gone on a hike the morning of Christmas. We did it all through my childhood. My husband's family did it. My friend's families are similar, though for some it's just a walk or some go into the city and do an easy 5 or 10k run. My son Porter has been dating Emily for the past 6 months. I'm happy she's going to join us. They're coming from the city about 3 hours away, so they'll be staying overnight. I've met Emily before and think she's a great match for Porter. I know there's all that hoopla about the mother-in-law, daughter-in-law dynamic, and I just have no time for any of that. If Porter likes her and she treats him with kindness, and he the same, who am I to complain? I Skyped with them on Thanksgiving, just making plans for who's bringing what for Christmas, gifts and such. I mentioned that she should remember to bring her hiking boots, but we'll have plenty of yak tracks if the trails are icy. She was visibly confused and asked what for, so I explained. She got quiet and asked if she had to. I said no, of course she doesn't have to, but we've always done this, and I was surprised Porter didn't mention it. The next day, Porter called and explained that Emily's not in great shape and would struggle with keeping up, even on one of the easier trails nearby. He said that maybe we can just do a nice short family walk in the neighborhood this year so she feels more welcome. I said that maybe the two of them can hang back and enjoy a nice quiet morning before the festivities begin while the rest of us go for a hike. I remember being young with Porter's father and how special those early Christmas mornings always were. Plus, this will be her first time with the family and it's going to be a lot. Porter got annoyed and said that I'm not hearing him. He said that he really thinks we need to cut the hike down or make different plans. I told him in return that this is a family tradition that goes back for years, and changing it for one person isn't fair to the rest of the family. We're at a stalemate. I even said that if they hang back for the morning, I'd be happy to go on a nice walk with Emily and Porter later in the day during a quiet moment. He said I'm still not hearing him. Am I the jerk for not being willing to downgrade the hike to a little stroll around the neighborhood? I think OP's not the jerk. I understand the desire to be included in this moment, but it is a family tradition that I don't think has to be sacrificed, and I think the compromise is seemingly judgment-free and more than fine. If they legitimately can't do the whole hike, why not go with and then stop and take a break? and hang out and wait for the rest of them to make their way back. I mean, it's Christmas, right? Nobody's going to be judgmental. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking my friend to a small operation instead of my husband? I, 30-year-old female, love my husband, 27-year-old male. He's charming, quick-witted, handsome, funny when he wants to be, and is the type of person everyone is drawn to. I was the one to ask him out to say I love you, to kiss him, to plan our dates, to file the paperwork. He's not particularly affectionate. I think he wouldn't have proposed to me had his family not expected it. Nevertheless, I'm very happy. Recently, I went to a dermatologist about two growing spots on my body. 
It turns out that they were semi-benign tumors that could turn cancerous. I had them removed. I asked my longtime friend Amy, 30-year-old female, to be my support person as the surgeon required someone else to take care of me. Amy is a very touchy-feely person and we're basically sisters. I felt that I needed affection. I did the surgery on a week where my husband would be away and went smoothly. My husband noticed the bandages yesterday and asked if I got hurt. I had to tell him the truth and told him it was a small operation. He said that it was cruel of me to ask Amy instead of him. I told him I don't want to burden him and he got even more irritated. My parents heard about this and told me that I did the right thing, but when I told my friends, they said it was a jerk move, especially to Amy who took a day off to help me. I don't even think OP is necessarily a jerk for taking Amy or even preferring Amy necessarily, but I do think they're the jerk for hiding this operation and this whole thing from their husband. I don't have a great sense of their relationship. OP seems weirdly insecure about asking their husband to do things, or for some reason unnecessarily guarded about what they do and don't say to him. That said, our final story of the day is, am I the jerk for using flashcards to explain to my brother and his wife why they can't bring their rainbow baby to my wedding? My fiance, female, and I, male, are getting married. We've decided the wedding's gonna be child-free. No hate towards children, just to keep it more organized and contained. My brother Chris, male, and his wife, female, have a three-year-old son, who everyone calls Miracle or Rainbow Baby. He came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me that his son is a Miracle Baby and his presence at the wedding will bring blessings for me and my fiancé. I refused and said, no, the wedding is child-free. His wife kept sending my fiancé pics of my nephew when he was months old. What does that mean? I told them no and to stop. My brother told me this might cause a rift in our relationship. I again said no and explained that the wedding is child-free. He asked again and pointed out how his baby is different since he's a rainbow, a miracle baby. I again said no and explained that the wedding is child-free. They brought it up when they visited at my home, and I knew they weren't going to stop, so I had made flashcards in advance with the phrase, the wedding is child-free, period, and pulled them out and started slowly showing them the flashcards one by one in this order. The wedding, with a sticker of a bride and a groom, is child with a sticker of a baby free with a sticker of a no entry sign period with a huge black dot sticker they both were stunned i asked if they get it now and chris had lost his crap his wife had already grabbed her stuff and walked out chris called me a jerk for doing this and said that i disrespected him his wife and their son who is my one and only nephew He rushed out after we argued. My fiancé saw the whole thing and thought that it was funny, but my parents and Chris are livid beyond measure. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect and mockery I displayed towards them, and I'm being told to fix it now. Honestly, why does what OP did here sound like something that would happen in some cartoon? Somebody's just not getting the point in some classic cartoon, so all of a sudden they pulled up those signs with the wooden post and it just has big pictures on it. They go one by one explaining the memo. 
I'm not gonna lie, Chris and their wife sound kind of tiring. It sounds like they're using this miracle rainbow baby thing whenever they can for whatever they can. I think they're about one step away from going to Disney and asking everybody in line to let them skip because they have a miracle rainbow baby. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.